T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, the Chiefs are headed to the Super Bowl. Of course, they're going to take on the Philadelphia Eagles in a couple Sundays. The Chiefs are uh, one and a <laughs> half point underdogs over at FanDuel right now. They open at some books as the favorites, but I think there's some questions, not only how Philly looked, but the injury front. We don't have much clarity yet on uh, where things are at injury wise. Can you imagine if somebody just woke up right now and this is the first. They're like, what? <laughs> What? They went? <laughs> Wait a minute, what happened? And the first thing they did was click on this show. It was somebody who got drunk too early yesterday. <laughs> Didn't make it through the game at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, you, you say that, but that is terrible. Or came, <laughs> that absolutely happened Or came for some out of people. a coma. That absolutely happened for some people. I did recently find out that my child's school nurse oh. listens to this Your show. Your child's school nurse. Uh-huh. Because she went to the school nurse because she got hit in the head. She said, I heard you on the radio. I'm like, she was listening to you on the radio? She said, yeah, you were talking about these things. I was like, oh, no. And what are her thoughts? I did not get – that was – I mean, it's coming from Ruby. She said she was listening to the show at the school nurse's office, so I don't know. Oh, wait. So the nurse already had the show on. The nurse already had the show on. Okay. She just happened to stumble upon it. Um, by the way, the uh, Super Bowl MVP odds, of course, are out as well. Jalen Hurts, the favorite to win Super Bowl MVP. Because they're the favorite to win the game. Yep. Mahomes plus 130. Kelsey, 12-1. to 1. Uh, like quarterbacks generally win that makes sense. But if you want to have some fun, Chris Jones, 50 to one to win Super Bowl MVP. Woo! He gets, you know, two or three sacks or a strip sack in the Super Bowl. That's how he's, that's what he would have to do. I wonder what Malcolm Butler was the year he won it. It's a great question. Frank Clark, 110 to one, by the way. Probably something like that. Next up on Watch Training, our own Bob Fesco reporting Zach Grinke. Back to the Royals on a one-year deal. Multiple people putting it across there now. I don't think that's expected to be official until tomorrow, but great news. Yes. Zach Grinke back with the Royals. Much needed starting pitching depth coming Kansas City's way. Yeah, now he's trying to get a better feel of what that rotation is going to look like. And a lot of the guys are going to be uh, heading out to spring training right around the same time the Chiefs are playing in the Super Bowl. And surprise, you've been out to surprise before. I haven't been there before, but surprise is very close to Yeah, it's like Glendale. 30 minutes Not or something. Not at all. Next up on What's Trending, some coaching news in the NFL. Kellen Moore parted ways with the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. Uh, he's already reportedly signing with the Chargers to be their offensive coordinator, which I think is a very good hire for Justin Herbert. But it is so funny how it works in the league. Like The Cowboys are like, yeah, we don't need you anymore. Uh, we're going to like Mike McCarthy, let him call the plays for Dak next year. And the Chargers are like, oh, we just sure. signed our OC. Let's go. I actually think it is a really good hire for the Chargers. Better than Lombardi, who they had gumming things up for so long there for the Chargers. Still won't make them win the division or go to the Super Bowl because, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. exist. Are you saying the Lombardi they had this year is the closest they're getting to a yeah. Lombardi? Yeah. Okay. They hey. just got rid of their only Lombardi. <laughs> I think that's what, oh. I get it? Get it? I think that's what Cody was trying oh, to say. Oh, man. I don't know who to give credit for that joke, but that was good. It works either way. Next <laughs> up on what's, or lastly on what's training the NFL cap 
is officially going up to $224 million next year. That, according to NFL Network, an increase of over $16 million. Total number will be 224.8. Okay. That should, I mean, normally get the cap range a little bit later, I feel like, in the, or, you know, you get the final cap number a little bit later after the Super Bowl, but did I that, mean, that's a big increase, so that's that fine for everybody in the NFL. Did that match your projections, Cody? Did you, that match your estimations? You were crunching the numbers. Is that exactly what you million, thought? $16 million, what would that pay for? One, Chris, one half of one Chris Jones? Yeah, not quite. Yeah, not quite. A half, a half of Chris Jones. Yeah, I mean, four-year 120 is what, what the rumor is. Okay, it's so going to take to keep him. Mm-hmm. That'll work. Uh, I think he's worth every penny at this point. I mean, there were no doubts except for the postseason performance, and now we're good there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he helped them. He was the single biggest reason they're playing in the Super Bowl right That's now. exactly right. Had to have it. Honestly, had to have that performance, and he, and he did. It's it's crazy because the way you're describing it is like, he couldn't just have one sack and like six pressures. He had to do what he did, which was completely dominate a game from start to finish, and that's what he gave. Isn't that wild? You had the best offensive player in football all season long. You had one of the, if not the best, defensive player in football all season long, and this is what you get. We can talk about roster depth. We can talk about how you need to construct a championship team, but if you just have the best player on both sides of the football, that might be enough. And those two players went for 326 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks, and the other guy had like 14 quarterback pressures and two sacks. Including essentially like a a game-clinching sack to set up Which was like his, oh, I don't know, sixth time this year? Mm Mm-hmm. But he finally saw it in, in the postseason, and it's amazing like how quickly, like now, right, now, now it's not even part of the narrative at all, of course, around Chris Jones now that he's on the board and, and in a huge, huge way. That's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Again, we're going to hear from Andy Reid coming up at 1230. We'll head out to Arrowhead uh, and hear from Big Red after uh, we'll find out maybe uh, how late everybody stayed up last night around the Chiefs organization. My guess is not a lot a of sleep, bit. as they should. They should be partying it up. Absolutely should. Did you see? Did you see our guy Tommy Townsend with the cigar in the locker room? Living he was looking life. comfy, holding that Lamar uh, Hunt trophy. Oh no, yeah. As well, this has been an should. interesting year for Tommy. For all that, like, not only was he having to listen to Cincinnati, he was getting on the home front a little bit on the holding criticism. Oh yeah, I don't think Dustin Colquitt's going on a, on radio shows today talking about the special teams. Oh no, sorry, I forgot to put this in. What's trending? Mm-hmm. Dustin Colquitt. Uh, is also on the oh, list with right, Boomer Esiason right. and Michael Lombardi. <laughs> Boomer Esiason, a recent addition after he tried to steal from Odyssey, but a company he works for. Hmm. Actually, really, he's stealing from that other company, but it's our city, so it feels different. Uh, something like that. Uh, real quick, by the way, on the text line, 913-586-7610, Nick was giving the, the basically scenario where someone would have woke up, listened to our show during What's Trending, and found that out the, the Chiefs. Found out. Someone says that was their mom. She hit his weed pen before the game. Parents... Had to go home in the first quarter. She went home, passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's okay. I mean, I, I so do I. I'm, I think based on the text, I would say I would assume things are okay. A hell of a hit. So like she text. got like par- she got like anxiety and paranoia, and so she had to like she go home and just lay in bed. No, she, she no, she she yeah, she went home, passed out. Like she just she and woke couldn't. up and found out the Chiefs woke are up. going to the Super Bowl. That's oh. a hell of a thing to wake up to. Yeah, but there's always some photos of some guy like passed out in like some tunnel. You're like, dude, when did this happen? Well, I guess when it, did this start? I for guess you? it's better than waking up to find out the Chiefs lost. Yeah. Um. Uh huh. Yeah. It's so, like a good luck thing. Get blacked out the next time. Silver lining look, know, in there. We, look, we know what the not the waking up and <laughs> missing the game feeling. <laughs> we know what it's like, of course, to 
to lose in a title game. We, we felt like crap the day after it was last not a fun year. Show. It's not fun. But you know what? Today's fun. The next couple of weeks are going to be fun. You get two weeks of everybody, not just locally, but nationally, talking up your team, praising your team, showing love to your organization that now has gone to three Super Bowls in four years, that Patrick Mahomes trying to win his second Super Bowl already in his NFL career. And there's some fun storylines we'll have two weeks to go into. Of course, the Kelsey brothers, first brothers ever playing uh, against each other in a Super Bowl. That's pretty cool. Uh, Andy Reid's ties to Philly. That's also going to be awesome. And until then, we get to just make fun of Cincinnati a little bit because when you talk as much smack as Cincy, that means oh, not so just the football sweet. team, but truly the city, the fans that were annoying as hell behind me at Arrowhead that wouldn't shut their mouth until they left very quietly in the fourth quarter. Did at you the get end. into it? I did not. It was a pretty tame. Our section was pretty tame in that regard, but it got to the point where once anytime the Chiefs started to do something good, we, nobody was in the face of the Cincinnati fans behind us until they started being obnoxiously loud once Cincinnati uh, started to finally move the ball. And so then it became like anytime something good happened, everybody would turn around at them and just, you know, it's Normal. like taunting, taunting a little bit. You're allowed to do that when yeah. you're in the fans. I mean, it's this. This is the biggest single reason. We'll see y'all in And probably this. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test to confirming whether or not he's his father. First, that guy is still the biggest dork on the planet. And I do still think we should commit funds to whoever he's running against in his primary to get him out of his mayoral race. <laughs> but when you put those two things together, you had the single best week of trash talk for the Chiefs all year. Because Cincinnati wouldn't shut up. And the Chiefs were really careful. They only had a couple of run-ins. Willie Gay said, what scares you about their defense? And he said, nothing. Mm -hmm. You had Chris Jones, who used their own words on the press conference on Friday when he said, Burrowhead, right? That's what it's called? Burrowhead? Those were maybe the only two moments from the entire week. Hell, even Frank Clark, the guy we love hearing from, was relatively tame in his press availability on Friday. They waited. They waited for their moment, and then every single player, one Thornhill, Sky Moore, Tommy mm -hmm. Townsend, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Patrick Mahomes. This is the short list of players who had something to say. Either Patrick Mahomes' dad. Everybody yeah. oh, was smoking cigars, talking about cigars, talking about Burrow Hut. It was amazing. This is what happens when you when you lose after talking all kinds of trash. You get to on the other side. In this case, you win. You get you know Frank Clark talked about. Hey, it's not a rivalry till we win. They got the last laugh. Now we're going to try to make sure we have the last laugh. They got the last laugh last year. Well, Kansas City's got the last laugh this year against Cincy. They get to carry that all into next season as well. We can stop with this 3-0 and talk and all of that. And the idea that Joe Burrow at 1-0 and ever was Burrowhead to begin with is pretty funny. He's now 500 at Arrowhead. And there's a very good chance he'll never be above 500. Trying to do that at, after one game at, was bold. You mentioned Pat Mahomes Sr., uh, he was with uh, Aaron Ladd from 41 after the game and provided some great soundbite as well. You got a cigar of your own, I see. Yeah, I'm smoking the Joe Barrow. You smoking on the Joe Barrow. I'm smoking on the Joe Barrow. How's know? it feel to be headed back to Super Bowl? Uh, it feels great, you know. You know, my baby boy did what he always do. You know, he's going to show up and, and show out. And I'm just glad he did it. Oh, it's so good. We're going to have to just. I'm ice. smoking a Joe Burrow. We're just going to have to isolate just that, that part at the beginning. You got a cigar of your own, I see. Yeah, I'm smoking a Joe Burrow. You oh, that's so good. So good. 
Isn't this what made this game so sweet, though? I mean, I know that it's heading to a Super Bowl and it's heading to their third Super Bowl in four years. There's plenty of other reasons to be like, wow, what a moment. What a time to be alive for Kansas City Chiefs fans. He's going to his third Super Bowl. There are great quarterbacks who do not even get to three Super Bowls. Certainly, that's the same number you'd mentioned earlier that Peyton Manning has played in his entire NFL career, and he's doing this. But the game felt really sweet because of that. Gold, I didn't want to walk in here on a Monday morning and have to wear all those words again. Have to live with Burrowhead forever. Mm-hmm. Every Cincinnati fan would have owned a Burrowhead t-shirt. It would have been disgusting. Now, every Chiefs fan is going to own a shirt that says Burrowhead my ass. So it's a way better circumstance. I loved all the talk after because it made it very clear for anybody who'd been like, hey, do you think it's really a big deal? They're going to get some extra motivation out of this trash talk. I'm like, yes. Yeah, I mean, just listen to what Travis, I mean, Mahomes is getting interviewed and then Travis Kelsey ends up uh, jumping in on the microphone. Woo! Burrowhead my ass! Woo! It's Mahomes' house! It is absolutely Mahomes' house. And again, if, if you can own a place by winning one game and not losing, that means Patrick Mahomes owns about 17 stadiums across the NFL on the road where Mahomes has never lost. So the whole notion of the Burrowhead thing was always funny to begin with, that after one win, you can possibly have a venue. Mike Hilton, you screwed up in a big way. All of Cincinnati, they had a good thing going for a while. Like, in terms of, we're the underdog. We're going to play that way. We're going to make, nobody believes in us and all this. And then suddenly, Cody, they couldn't help their arrogance and cockiness. They couldn't help it. Their mayor couldn't help it. And they got way too far in front of their skis. And they ended up approaching their games, I think, a little bit differently. That's not who they had been. They've been confident, but they they didn't talk. This no. is the most Cincinnati had ever talked. They had just got, decided they, they, they were up. like, we're better than you, which was obviously a massive error in judgment. But it's just why, why, like, why, why did they bring this upon themselves? And honestly, I think it's because they had decided they were going to be the swagger team. Like their coach, you know what it is? When your coach is in on it, you're not going to stop the players from doing it. All the players would love to do this every week for every team. It's decided on the coach to decide how much of that you let them get away with. Andy probably very clearly on Monday or Tuesday this week said, we're not saying anything this week, and we are going. You can talk as much as you want on Sunday at 9 o'clock, 10 Mm o'clock. Don't care. You can talk as much as you want when this game is over, but we're not doing that thing. And then you had guys, you know, I mean, you had Jamar Chase tuna in a can Mm -hmm. complaining about a call for them getting the extra 39. And, well, that was a really weird Play sequence. The Chiefs punted like four yeah, that, plays I, I, later. I'm actually, so it's like, in a weird way, very glad that they had a punt because if not, that would people would say, oh, oh, that's yeah, why yeah, they yeah, won. Yeah. In a weird way. Yeah, we don't have to talk about yeah, it. There didn't even have to be a conversation today. Correct. It didn't. Ha- it, it was definitely bizarre, and it was. I've never seen that happen before. However, the Chiefs had a punt, and it got back to a 39 again. And so, yeah, that was, it, in a way, it's. Ha- I'm almost happy that they didn't win on that drive. You know, they didn't win the game on that drive. By you got the ball a in a tie game with seven and a half minutes left, Jamar. Nobody blame but yourself because that's the problem. It's like the loudest voices showed up in that game. Hilton committed a penalty. Eli Apple committed a penalty. Eli Apple, that dude. He's not good enough to talk that much trash. clowned on by everybody. Nobody in the league likes that dude. Everybody clowned on him. He hasn't accomplished anything in his NFL career. He was a high pick that was, uh, you know, I won't won't call him a bust, but he's been on, what is it, three or four teams in the first seven years Something like that in his NFL career. He hasn't he hasn't won anything. It just reminds me of like my one of my favorite stories of like the Royals' absolute just worst times ever. When in a clubhouse, Ronelvis Hernandez was really complaining. And they were like, You're not good enough 
to act like this. Let's just be very clear. You're not good enough to act like this. Jamar Chase can say tune in a can and do whatever he wants. He jumped over two dudes again to catch a pass, right? He can say whatever he wants most of the time. Not in this game because they lost. But Eli Apple, man, you're not good enough to talk this amount of trash. You have to do it. I did I did enjoy. I think the one guy we didn't talk about at any point for the trash talk was. It was a big moment for Justin Reed, who had a good game. Secondary had a really good game. And he doesn't have to like wear that one from early in the regular season because yes. we don't care about it anymore. Nope. They're heading to the Super Bowl again. Yeah, this was actually uh, thinking of the secondary and another safety, a veteran in Juan Thornhill. He, he had a chance to catch up uh, with Josh Klingler there on the sideline, or I guess in the locker room from the Chiefs radio network. And uh, he was with Kling and, and Kling asked, him, hey, where'd you, where'd you get that cigar? Because it's not uh, clearly it wasn't everybody on the team uh, ahead of time. Yeah. They all brought it on their own. But everybody seemingly had the same idea that we're going to get back at them if we win this thing. Listen, I was prepared. I brought this from home. I mean, I didn't, I didn't like how they smoked up the, the hallway last year. So I was like, I'm going to smoke it up this year. So I brought my own from home. Perfect. You're preparing ahead. Oh, yeah. I was, I was ready. Getting this rematch, getting this rematch at home. I don't know if you could have drawn it up better to try to get revenge right payback whatever you want to call it listen we already knew what we was gonna do we prepared all week we knew those let those past three games didn't matter they was talking all week because they beat us three times today is a new day and we came out with the win today that's all that matters the defense really looked on point today what did you guys feel heading into this one that had you guys so locked in i mean it's just confidence we walked out here with confidence we knew what we could do they they beat us last time because we made a couple mistakes and it was on our end we fixed those mistakes and we won today that's all that mattered a lot of guys got injured during this game. Guys stepped up, made plays. Guys you had to call on to come through. How big is that to see a Sky Moore, a Marcus Kemp, guys on defense coming up? Jalen Watson coming up with another big play tonight. Uh, you guys showcasing your depth once again. I mean, that just shows that we got guys that can step in and be a starter each and every day. We always preach that. You never know. You're only one player away from being that starter. So guys prepare each and every day, practice hard, and when their name was called, they stepped in and made a lot of big plays. So my hat's off to those guys. It's hard to get to this stage, yet you've been here now a number, number of years, now breaking through again. What's it mean to get to another Super Bowl for yourself? I mean, it means the world to me because we, we won one, we lost one, and then we back in it. So... What we're going to do, we're going to prepare hard. We're going to try to come out with this one. Is it hard to be reflective? Because you, you mentioned you've been in now your third five straight years here. I mean, you don't want to look back, but is it, do you pinch yourself a little bit about how this run has been? I mean, I, we were down it all year. I mean, we lost a couple players. They didn't think we was going to do it. They had us last in the AFC West, all types of stuff. But guess what? We don't worry about that stuff. We just move forward and prepare hard each and every day. And we showed that we are a great football team, no matter who is on his team. Coach Reed, he leads these guys each and every day. So I love Coach Reed, love my team. I appreciate the hard work. All right, finish that cigar. I'm going to finish it now. Let's smoke it up. <laughs> that was Josh Klingler in the locker room with uh, Juan Thornhill last night on the Chiefs Radio Network. And if, if we enjoy being able to, to go back to the receipts, if you will, can you imagine if you're an you're athlete a and a player where all, all year you kind of did have to keep your mouth shut, but you mm-hmm. you knew all the I – because mean, they're all rehashing things that were said – all, you know, you always try to find ways to motivate yourself, but you got to keep your mouth shut a little bit. Especially, you know, Andy prefers them to not speak uh, during during the season until the job is done. Uh, and and now you're able to, and certainly you're a win away from another championship, so you really can say whatever. But 
against this particular moment. It must be so gratifying, not just to get to the Super Bowl, but because of everything that was, was said all week and really all season, going back to last year. And then you had an elite Mahomes performance because Man. he, considering everything, I don't know, in the fourth quarter when he's running like Sky Moore and MVS only, because Tony and Juju Smith-Schuster had already been out, Justin Watson didn't even get to make the trip. Like, I get it. They still had Travis Kelsey. And it turns out Isaiah Pacheco, a guy who they didn't even throw the ball to in the early part of the season, became a big factor in the game. But between that and the ankle and Brett Veach saying after the game, you don't even realize how hurt he was. And he's saying he's got five hours of rehab a day just to get on the field. And then he still put up 326 yards, two touchdowns. He outperformed Joe Burrow. And I got it. He had way more time. He's a lot more comfortable than Joe Burrow in that game. But it was just another yeah, but he's playing classic Mahomes performance where he's just like, you know what? I don't care. I'm doing everything, and I'm going to do everything. That throw to MVS, not to mention the run on fourth down that eventually gets him there, but that that like that throw to MVS, that's, incre- that's impossible. Hell, I thought the throw he made to Kadarius Toney was one of the best throws of the day. It just ended up getting not quite caught, right? I mean, he almost got it, but he played... Not perfect, but he played nearly so. I mean, in a game which he was limited at that level. Yeah, I mean, think of everything stacked up against him. Uh, you mentioned, the, of course, the, the ankle injury and how severe that clearly is, and it's something that will still factor in, no doubt, to the Super Bowl in a couple weeks. They just have some more time to, to work on it. And then all of a sudden, Juju Smith-Schuster gets out with a knee injury. Uh, McCole Hardman tries to give it a go, but he re-aggravates whatever the injury is that he's been dealing with. You mentioned Watson was already out because of an illness during the week. You got Marcus Kemp and Sky Moore, along with MVS as your top your, your top weapons, other than you know Kelsey out there. You're up against it. Like you you can mention that Joe Burrow struggled with the offense or had a bad offensive line in front of him, but Joe Burrow still had Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler yeah. Boyd, and those guys had a big impact um, in that game where they're just like jumping up above two defenders and catching everything for that, a while. And then in particular, I think Clark Hunt, the owner of the Chiefs, last night said in his post game uh, press conference that he had. He mentioned like on that third down run, you, it was like watching Superman put on his cape. I think was exactly what. Clark Hunt had to say that third and eight, like somehow, some way he was going to will himself towards the first down marker, which put the Cincinnati player in position to make one of the dumber penalties I've ever seen happen uh, with the 15 yarder, of course, and clearly a late hit out of bounds. He was like three steps out of bounds. Otherwise, Butker's attempting what a 55 yard field goal. And who knows? And to be clear, who knows? uh, Kling, who watched all of the pre-kicks, uh, said yeah. that that wasn't doable. Fifty-three from yarder, that from yeah. from that distance, he thought fifty-two, fifty-three was max, and you were going to have to bury it. And based on every other kickoff they had going that direction, yeah, that sounds right. I don't think he was shorting kicks just to short them. I don't think Harrison Butker could put him out of the back of the end zone. I don't think any kicker could at that time. The difference in that yardage, and they still had just enough time to maybe get those three, four, five yards. They run something out of bounds, give themselves a chance at the shorter field goal, but that cemented it. And it's, I just, in that moment, for him to still have the ability to to get past the defenders to the edge gold, I think that's what stands out to me. Like, he was short, and he still managed to do it. I don't even know how it's possible, but Patrick Mahomes is an absolute freak of nature. Are you enjoying, are you enjoying the single greatest start to an NFL career ever? No, I actually hate it. Um, yeah, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not. It's not. Um, I need it's, more. It's not enjoyable. I need more <laughs> adversity to overcome. Yeah, I mean, I just. I like, feel too spoiled. It's I'm a waiting. little too nice, isn't it? Yeah. 
We are so spoiled. You have to have some like personal drama in your your regular life, I guess, to maybe make up for it. Because this kind of be tough. Too it's easy. gonna be tough for other fan bases. Like I know that you can just like we always talk about. Athletes are so good at manufacturing motivation to inspire mm-hmm. them. Fan bases are really good at manufacturing reasons to hate other teams. So I'm sure in Buffalo and Cincinnati and places all over the country, they're finding ways to talk about the Chiefs in a negative light. Well, but today they're all bitching and moaning and sensey and stuff about the officials. And I love that we so. haven't talked about it at all because we're not. It's loser mentality, <laughs> right? And you lost, so you can be the losers <laughs> and talk about it all that's you fine. want. You know, that's great. We yeah, won. That's what, so Cincinnati, and that's what Cincinnati really has been for forever. So. I just like that to, right now to be a Chiefs fan, it's not even arrogant to every year be like, oh, they're winning the Super Bowl and they're winning 14 games. You're like, oh, you're just a Chiefs fan. No, we are correct. Every year that you step on this radio show, you step into a bar to have an argument with your friends, and you're like, the Chiefs are winning this Super Bowl this year. They can try to claim homerism if they want, but they're wrong. You are being factually correct about what the team is going to do every year. Yeah, we, we have joked about that before, whether you're on, like, you, you said you did a radio hit yesterday or something, and you're on these other cities, and, and before the season starts, they ask you to pick your Super Bowl champs or pick who's going to win the division or how many games the Chiefs are going to win. It's like, you know, you would actually be wrong, Cody. If you were picking against the Chiefs more times than not, they won 14 games this year and they're going to the Super Bowl this year. So it was like it was correct in thinking the type of season they would have. Yes. And now the beautiful thing will have this is more of an offseason deal. But remember, the Chiefs thought they made moves to set themselves up better to make sure the window was extended till 25. Well, uh, window's still open and open even more playing in a game to win a championship <laughs> yeah. again right now here in two weeks. It is the single greatest time to be a Chiefs fan. By a mile, by the way. It's not particularly close. But watching Patrick Mahomes is a treat. Every time I have to watch some other quarterback play, I'm like, nope, I'd rather have this guy instead. All right, coming up next, we head right out to Arrowhead. We're going to hear from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid, who's headed to another Super Bowl. Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.